You're with Julian on the Brown Notes and on International Women's Day, are biological women being erased? And who better to discuss women's rights than a white, straight, Anglo-Saxon male? Now, I did a piece last year on J.K. Rowling and why I broadly supported her, which of course makes me virtually a Nazi. Um, and the, the idea behind it is if biologic, bi there's no marginalised or oppressed group other than women that have their, the ownership of their issue taken from them, routinely and systemically, and no one cares. And if a feminist stands up and says that, they're labelled usually a TERF, a trans-exclusionary feminist, and the irony in that is that that is, again, talking from through women after have, giving their ownership of their issue to another group, in this case trans women which is the most common. But routinely, they are denied ownership of their own identity. If they want to define themselves by their biological makeup being important to them, you can't, you're a bigot, apparently. This doesn't happen to other groups. The words to describe them aren't allowed. Um, they just routinely are erased. They they. Like, there's no way that it's okay to talk about any other marginalised or oppressed group talking over the top of them, uh, talking only about their issues after you've included another group. And this is across the board, and it really does wind me up. Um, I, think, I think it's a fairly benign thing to say that uh, if a biological woman wants to define herself she should be the one to define herself. We shouldn't then say, you can't because it upsets another group. That doesn't happen to anyone else. They should have the ownership of their politics and their story and their, I mean, their story. They're growing up as a biological woman, then gets not included as being part of being a woman. And this is the only group it happens to. And I wanted to use a few examples. And the interesting thing about it is that the ownership of their own issue and their politics and their story and everything else and the definition of self is often erased by activists in the name of activism to give other groups rights. It's not like, it's not like the right wing are coming in and being anti-feminist as they are. There's a lot of activists on the left that are doing it to women and women aren't allowed to say that. Um, I mean, we saw some fairly... I thought fairly obnoxious examples with things like tampon ads and so on, where they just erase the fact that you can call them women because there's another group who aren't, that are trans men who also have uteruses and have periods and so on. And that's fair enough, but I, what, I, what I don't like is erasing the term women. I said during that piece last year, I'm happy to call trans women just women, but I'm not renaming women something else it's their identity you don't talk over their identity to give someone else rights i'm happy for other groups to have their rights as long as it doesn't impinge on another group's rights and i'm going to be covering the issue of trans sports but not from this angle in a little bit um, but a few examples of how this happens routinely uh, in sydney a couple of weeks ago the university of the ANU, which I think is in uh, Australian National University in Canberra, I think it is, uh, wanted to replace a lot of gender-specific language. Now, 
When it comes to rights, I'm happy for words to become included, but I don't like erasing words that are used specifically to, dis to define biological women. So we've had uh, the suggestion that we stop using words like mother and use words like gestational parent. Stop using breastfeeding and use chest feeding. Now, this one also included father as well, but it seems that the overwhelming amount of these names that they wanted changed were to do with women and the fact that trans men are, or trans women um, aren't inclusive in this language. But you're talking over the top of the largest group on earth, numerically, to give rights to others who are in a very small group, a very marginalised and oppressed group, but a much smaller group. And I don't think that it's right to be able to talk over the top of women as routinely as we do. Um, and I thought a really interesting one was Twitch, which is a gamer's streaming service. Now, this is an example of what I'm talking about. They introduced, to replace the word women, women spelt with W-O-M-X-N. So that was defined to be a gender-neutral term for women because that would be inclusive of trans women, for trans women. And then there was an outcry about it by trans women saying that they were just women and that was exclusive to them to say that they were different to normal women. You'll notice at no point in this argument, either in the instigation of the word women with an X and the removal of it, were women ever involved, biological women. No one has heard from this mysterious species you know, it was introduced because of trans women and trans women didn't like it, so it was taken away. I haven't seen a quote from a woman on this issue, which is a usual case. And another recent one I saw was um, Space Jam, the uh, 1990s animated movie um, about basketball. Um, now, that's been in the news because of Lola the Bunny, who was hypersexualized in the original cartoon, and has been uh, made less sexually overt in the new character. Every time we do this, what they remove her breasts, as though making her more like either a child or a boy is somehow better for women. Why is she not allowed to have breasts? Um, why is it more empowering for women to look less like women and to look more like a boy? It's just bizarre to me. Um, and why is there women's curves? I mean, why is a woman's breast the, the only thing that they can be attributed to is sexy? So if you remove them and make them less like a woman, that's somehow more empowering and better. And what's wrong with women being sexual anyway? And using, you know, and having a body and flaunting it. What is wrong with any of that? I find all these things to be happening and the decisions being made usually by men. Like, all of the dialogue on Space Jam I've seen was, like, the male director, and it was never women coming forward and saying that we don't want this character portrayed in this way. It was other people making these decisions for women. So I, I, I really feel like, in almost every way, it's like, women can't win. It's just like, they can't have ownership of anything. The, I'll, I'll talk about transport later, and not from this angle. But everyone that's complaining about trans sport is either a right-wing conservative male hammering trans athletes or a left-wing pro-trans activist. I've hardly heard a woman, a biological woman, 
speak on any of these issues. And I think that their identity and their ownership of their issue belongs to other groups. And the people doing all the fighting are from these other groups. They don't, they're never biological women. And the times that biological women stand up, they, like J.K. Rowling did, even if occasionally her comments were misguided, they are basically right-wing neo-Nazis now. And their books are burnt and they're not allowed on TV anymore and we must not watch any new Harry Potter stuff. Even though I really agreed with the core part of her story, which is that being a biological woman was important to her and her story. And why not? Why can't it be? I'm not interested in trampling on other groups to, to say trans women can't be women or trans men don't have a right to ownership of their issue. But it seems like we, we horse trade women, biological women's rights as though it doesn't matter. And anyone that stands up for that is labelled a TERF or a trans-exclusionary feminist. And it seems to be far too close to what right-wing men have been wanting from women from time memorial, which is that they don't have a voice. So anyway, this is Actress from last year's Karma and Desire and Loose.